What's up, you nerds? Welcome back to Yellow Spandex. You're here with the boys, and today we're talking about Stranger Things Season 3. Also, P.S., I wrote an episode for Episode 9, which doesn't exist in in the thing yet, but <laughs> I'm, I'm putting it together, y'all. But you should write a review on Apple podcast what's it called i think it's just itunes right itunes you podcast. Listen to the podcast for apple apparently everybody listen most people listen to itunes or apple so you're probably listening to it on there write a review that's right Hopefully if you downloaded nice this from but there whatever you feel like it helps a lot that's right wherever you listen from thanks <laughs> <laughs> and here we go and here we go <laughs> i don't even know what to talk about this week all of our, all the stuff like we had cool stuff with like kind of is over. Yeah, although we're three episodes into Stranger Things, um, are you into? I have not. I actually wanted to save it until uh, I got home. But you know, you, you oh, guys yeah. can go ahead and talk about it. Well, there's not much to talk about. A because we're only like you know three episodes into an eight episode season is kind of like a, it's just all the setup mm-hmm. anyway. And also, it's so early in the. That's a weird thing that I think we're still trying to figure out as a, a society is like what is the etiquette for Netflix binge shows. You know, because used to be, I think people don't give a crap. I see stuff all the time. People just, <laughs> well, especially Game of Thrones stuff. It yeah. was like immediately well, following. Well, I guess like non-asshole people. Like, <laughs> well, I mean, Game of Thrones is something different because it's like those. it's like the episode airs, you know, and then there's like a week or two or whatever. I don't know how long they had between, but mm. Stranger Things, it was like all at once. Mm-hmm. So it's like everybody's watching on their own pace. So like one of my friends, um, her and his, her and uh, her husband. Uh, like they took all of the 4th of July, just stayed in and watched the entire season. Oh, wow. Yeah, I mean, it's only eight episodes. I mean, it's like oh, it's eight, only eight. Yeah, it's like oh, wow. eight yeah. hours is long, but very doable in a day if you have a day off, you know. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, like we watch like one episode whenever there's time. Mm-hmm. Uh, might need to binge a little bit because VidCon's coming up and I don't want to like make that in the middle yeah. of the, <laughs> the whole thing. Did but, I talk, did we talk about last time that I went to that fair thing? Yeah, a little bit. Mentioned it. Oof. It was, I actually didn't, I didn't go to the fair thing. I went there and with my kids and I wanted to get there at like eight in the morning. So mm-hmm. I was like, Hey kids, we're going to get up at eight in the morning. Nah, that did not happen. Ish. And, uh, so we got there, I think, at, I think we got there at 10 when it was, it was supposed to start, but you can't find parking for S- Santa Monica pier, right? Yeah. It's, you can't find parking anywhere. Plus they took the whole top parking of the pier, which normally I love to park at. And uh, so the whole thing is there, and you hear there's like a band going, and there's like a big mirror, like, you know, room or whatever, mm-hmm. like at a fair. It's like supposed to be like a fair. I didn't get to go in when we got there. Finally parked and everything. It was like two hour wait at least. Mm-hmm. That was what they told us. And I was like, well, maybe if we wait a little while, you know, and we get some lunch and go to the beach. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it the line easily was at least double when we left. God. And so someone told me it was like six hours. Afterwards, yeah. mm. wait. I don't even know what it was. In uh, West Hollywood, they did the Star Court Mall. Or mm-hmm. They're having it right now, actually. Oh, cool! And uh, I think it sold out in the first day or something. Jeez. Uh, well, sold out. They actually, they're, sell tickets. They're or? all free, but you know, you RSVP tickets and stuff. Oh, okay, cool. It was kind of like when we went to the Happy Time Murders thing. Uh, we met our friend Mike there, who was the like vice president or president of Sumerian Records. You know, so like big deal. Like he manages, you know, corn. You know, like, so, <laughs> yeah. So like. Uh, when we met him there, it was because he couldn't get passes for it. We're like, how can you not <laughs> get, get these things? We just signed up really early and had extra ones just in case. But it's a uh, it's mind boggling, like how like I, I guess that's the currency in L.A. When everyone like there's a, I mean there's a lot of people that don't have money, but when there's a lot of people who do have money in the city, the only thing you can really make valuable is exclusivity. 
Yeah. So if you want people to like really want it, then you got to make it like super like exclusive, which kind of happens naturally because Santa Monica Pier is like really tiny. Yeah. I mean, in movies, it probably looks a lot bigger. <laughs> but when you're there, it's like, all right, see everything. Yep. You, know, you can stand you in one down spot. It and you're like, oh, that's it. Unless I feel like actually, Navy Pier in Chicago is much bigger. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. Actually, I think the only part that's bigger is on Santa Monica Pier. If you walk out onto the actual pier, mm-hmm. then there's, like, stuff. But as far as, like, the carnival and everything, you can yeah. stand in the middle and just, like, look at everything. Um, I, so I, having, like, a pop-up event there, man. I want, to, uh, <clears throat> I want to propose this idea. I have this idea for the ninth episode of this season, season three. It's going to be called Stranger Things. Strangest things will be after that. And then all the episode (laughs) consists of is me walking around after everybody left after filming. In like Atlanta? Yeah. (laughs) Like they're taking down the sets and stuff, and I'm just like, oh, this is cool. Standing around like, hey, you know what's funny? I think at this point, the series is so popular. They just probably like leave the sets because they're like, it's going to be like three months until we come back here. You know? (laughs) I know. Are they going to do another one? Well, okay, so I, I'm not sure because, you know, it always depends on the success of a season. And mm-hmm. I mentioned that to Vince because, like, we're watching these kids grow up and, like, three years for kids is, like, eons, yeah. you know? They That's what I say. They look sprout. way older. Yeah. So in the first couple episodes, there was one specific time when they flash back and you see them playing D&D in the first season, which <laughs> is now. And that's it, like, it doesn't wow. seem that much older. And I think they put that scene in there to prove that they're, like, not kids anymore, you know? Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, look how young they looked, you know? Yeah. Well, so one of the reasons I say that is, like, our friend Romina... You should check out of the video if you haven't seen it. She lives in Atlanta. She did a tour of like all the Stranger Things locations. Mm-hmm. So she went to that mall. It's actually still a working mall. Oh, cool. It's just that it's like half dead. So they, they took the section that's mostly dead and like quarantined it off. And the stanchions you can see over, but it says no, no photos, no pictures and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so you have to have, you have to use enough effort to like see Pull in yourself that, up. that someone would catch you. Mm-hmm. So it's, I think they've been done filming for a couple months now and that whole thing is still set up that's crazy so it just kind of makes you think like at least they're at least optioning it <laughs> right <laughs> especially with a set as big as half a mall yeah it's probably something i don't know but they should let a bunch of youtubers run around in there that's probably already what they're doing they're probably like creating content right now for it, you know? <laughs> yeah, maybe we're but gonna see that i'd say last time um we talked about spider-man and <laughs> and uh one of my friends is like morpheus you mean Morbius, Josh? And I was like, oh, sorry. <laughs> I was wondering like, about Vince that. Vince was talking about it, and I was like, huh, for a second? And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I'll, Morpheus. And I was like, well, no, it's Michael Morbius. Yes. I think I said Robbie Robinson, too, instead of Robertson. So, Yeah, well, I like sorry. that people are listening. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I was wondering about that because I was like, I don't know the actual names. So I'm not going <laughs> to correct it. Morpheus sounds like the Matrix. Yeah, that's, that's why at first I was like Morpheus, like when he was talking, and then like it's like, oh yeah, and then I still didn't like Today, remember it was Morbius still like later. That's why we're like actually casuals. You know? <laughs> like yeah, no, we know, we just sometimes forget. Today I was listening to uh, our friends Chris and Ruthann. They have a weekly live stream called uh, Nerd Rage, and they were talking about like the Little Mermaid controversy. And in the <laughs> oh, middle of goodness. it, they mentioned like, oh, so Ursula is going to be Jenny McCarthy. And they said Jenny McCarthy <laughs> like twelve times, and I was and I, in the comments, I'm like Melissa McCarthy, <laughs> Melissa McCarthy. <laughs> was and it live? It was live. Okay, I think, <laughs> I think it was like a Jenny McCarthy. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. <laughs> I was thinking like Jenny McCarthy. Yeah, I, I felt bad. Very I was like big difference. 
But uh, I don't know. So I, I was like, oh, that sucks. And I know if I was in that position, I wouldn't have caught it and just kept rolling too. And I was sure, like, yeah. Oh, that sucks. I say the wrong thing almost 90% of the time. But uh, <laughs> Jenny McCarthy would be great. On facts and stuff like that, I'm terrible at this. Although I, I know everybody's talking about the, the little, the Ariel part. Mm-hmm. And I've already said everything I was going to ever say about it on Facebook or <laughs> our Instagram. So if you want to see that stuff, just look on one of those things. Because the, the bottom line for me on that part, I know I talk about race and filming a lot. Is that she's perfect for the role? So regardless, that's it's really great. She's a YouTuber, great singer. Yeah. But the other side of things, people are talking about like who's the rest of the cast going to be? Like Aquafina has been um, confirmed for it. Yeah, I don't know she's what Scuttle Sebastian. or something. Is she going to be Scuttle? That's what I heard. I don't that's know. amazing. I don't know if that's right. <laughs> I don't know. Either way, Aquafina in like a movie is she's just a hilarious person. That's going to be hilarious. And then. Um, Everybody's talking about like who's who's going to play Ursula, and there was this thing of like Jenny McCarthy. Yeah, right. Um, people were saying, well, since she was based on Divine, the drag queen, uh, it'd be cool if it was like a drag queen. Um, I don't know if enough about Hollywood to know if that's like a. a good I imagine or not. probably not going to do that. <laughs> well, it's kind of like a hairspray. <laughs> it's a it's a tradition to have that one character John Travolta played hmm. as a drag queen. Yes, yeah. that was also based on Divine. So like the Titus Burgess from the uh, Impossible Kimmy Sh- or Kimmy Un- Unbreakable yes. Kimmy Schmidt, yes, uh, Unbreakable. She, uh, he, Titus. There's a video clip going a little bit viral right now of him singing "Poor Unfortunate Souls" at like some benefit night or whatever for him. Uh, not for him, for something else. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're like, he would be a perfect Ursula, and I'm like, I see it. Because you see, like, his eyes and everything. Because like, he's also, like, a bald black man, and mm-hmm. he's done drag, I think. And he could totally wear it. And he's also a Broadway singer. So I was like, huh, wouldn't be the worst choice. I'd, I'm down with that. Like, I'd be more down with that than, like, them just picking some random A-lister. Like, Angelina Jolie is going to be Jenny Ursula. McCarthy. I've yeah. heard um, Queen Latifah. Queen Latifah? She was originally supposed Damn, to be that, it. Yeah. And I like that. I thought that was really cool. I think, if I remember right, that was its own controversy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, she was purple. Come like, like, oh, I don't know. like come on, like she was yeah. purple. But I, I, I would love that. And then there was also um, Todrick Hall, mm-hmm. who's another YouTuber. Who I, I could see, I could see them not doing that because of like, that's a like, in the world of Hollywood, probably like a smaller name mm-hmm. that you want to use on something big like that. That's why it was such a big leap for them to use Holly. I think Holly Bailey. One of the reasons they went with her is because she was discovered, or her and her sister were discovered by Beyonce. Yeah. So there's like a big name there, but also like. I think it's going to be... Did you end up seeing Aladdin? Nope. I think it's going to be at like the Aladdin movie in the sense of even if the live-action remake sucks, she's going to be awesome. And yeah. so in, in yeah. Aladdin, the movie for me was like, eh, but the girl who played Jasmine... All that. Awesome. Like, was just... She just... She made it worth seeing. Yeah. You know? Which Thanks is kind of like... They went out of their way in that movie to make it as much like the other movie, though, as possible as you could in real life. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of weird that they would... I feel like with this one, they're going to try to be a little bit more artistic, obviously with the first casting choice. Mm-hmm. So it's like, so what are they What are they doing? I've heard that possibly they're going to do more of a, like a Caribbean vibe kind of thing. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, yeah. I guess so, <laughs> part of the uh, arguments with people talking about like uh, if she should be um, like a person of color or whatever, people are like... But there's not there's enough sunlight down there, so they're, her melanin. Oh gosh, that, I was I was like, that's the wrong argument. Yeah, I was like, uh, also mermaid. <laughs> I'm like, but, if if that's true, okay, you're gonna go the scientific route, and because there's an argument to be made, okay. <laughs> and in fact, there's this was uh, I just had her up here on my phone. Uh, something Bianca today, Rebecca Bianca today. She's uh, Rebecca Bianca today, <laughs> or no, Bianca Renee today. Bianca Renee. Wait, 
Uh, she does like a great oh. breakdown about like how she's excited and at the same time she wouldn't necessarily call for like replacing someone like that in a, yeah. in a known property. Mm-hmm. She's like she she thinks that it was a little bit more like uh, I've heard, also heard someone also call it, say like I've given someone a bone or kind of like the, the sloppy seconds of like of like the white people stuff. She's like kind of like you know we want something yeah. more original, kind of like this comic that I was I was reading the other day. This this new uh, new comic that came out called Arrow, to where like instead of kind of trying to like take an older comic and kind of like pig, piggyback off it or like introduce it and like oh this is the new person, the new Iron Man or this they're like this is a new character. Mm-hmm. And everybody seems to like it. Like, yeah. So it's just kind of like, that's how like she she and her husband are coming at it from. It's funny, Bianca is cool. a friend of our friend Spanky Valentine's. I was like, oh, oh that sounds cool. familiar. Mm. Oh, because they did the hair thing with Spanky. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> it's, it's an interesting. I, the video is really great. I mean, yeah. like if any of those, like she's like on both sides of it. So it was, but it was very cool. I could see that. The one I lean a little bit more towards seeing this because I love Hallie so much. Like mm-hmm. her, and her sister, the music she's so much. She's great. I watched some of those videos. It's, it's nuts. Yeah. Like even I think the first videos were when they were like eight or nine or something. And I'm mm-hmm. like, what was I doing when I was that age? Like I think I was like breaking <laughs> Marvel combat. <laughs> yeah, no, I was a little bit older by then. Tadster. No. <laughs> but uh, like. Uh, yeah, th- that that, and also like this is a little bit of a gray area because The Little Mermaid existed before Disney, and I know this is like the Disney. Most adaptation. of those that existed before Disney. Yeah, so Cinderella, that was the thing. even Beauty and the Beast. That, so that was the thing. It was like all these things kind of exist. I guess Aladdin arguably is the one that's a little bit less because it was part of like the Thousand or Nights or yeah. The, but like it, it's it's like well, these all kind of existed before then, so you could always argue like that happened. I don't know, but. In, the, in this, like, fantasy world, especially in something that's, like, all fantastical beasts, like the squid monster and mm. talking crabs and all this stuff, just let it be whatever. Like, so far, the casting makes sense of anybody. Like, if Melissa McCarthy's going to be Ursula, Aquafina, and Halle Bailey, like, those names alone just sound like a great ensemble I'd want to see, like, in anything. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, that's going to be really, really funny. Also, I love that, us included, but other, like straight guys on the internet are like so defensive about the little mermaid it's just really like everybody, <laughs> just, everybody, everybody loves this it's true yeah it's like <laughs> when you take a property though like that you've watched like a billion times and mm-hmm. it's around that time to where it's like our age like that's i think that came out when i was like eight mm-hmm. i think so it's kind of like it, you really hold it i think that's the first movie that first disney movie that we owned on vhs i think was that little mermaid one. huh i remember yeah. when i was little um i wanted i didn't even know the difference between action figures and dolls because at that age it was like trying to talk to my parents about my confusion in marketing. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what it was marketing at the time. But like they would tell you, G.I. Joe, the, the big action figures, mm-hmm. those weren't dolls. Those are action figures. But then the Barbie is a doll. And I'm like, what's the difference? It's like, <laughs> so, and then for a while, I think I maybe, you know, a little bit, I was like, so does doll mean woman and action figure mean man? But then I got like a scarlet G.I. Joe action figure. I'm like, no, I'm confused. <laughs> Like, I, I would like, say, though, is. that like the dolls didn't move as much as most of those action figures, though, which is why they were action figures yeah. as opposed I, to dolls. I mean, like, you get, oh, you get that later. Oreo. But as like, a, as like a kid, I'm just like, no, I'm they're the same size. Like, Barbie and G.I. Joe can get married, you know, because they're the same. You know what I mean? Like, it, and when, you're <laughs> playing, when you're playing house, it's like G.I. Joe fits in. Like, when I was at my baby. You must players. have had the bigger G.I. Joes then. Uh, I had both. Barbie's like skyward. Like G.I. Joe's like this. Barbie's I got like so I'm, I'm saying this. the bigger action figures because like when I was older, I ended up getting like the ones that everybody knows now. Okay. G.I. Joe started as like a 12 inch yeah. figure, you know, and I didn't have like the old, old ones, but like I had a lot of like the, uh, I guess, I don't know if they're reissues or whatever, but I, I'm, I'm old enough that like at some point in my childhood, they were like a good section of the market, even though the smaller ones became way pop, more popular as I got older. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so anyway, as a little kid, I was like, what? What's the difference, mm-hmm. you know? I remember after seeing Little Mermaid, I was like, like that. I want a little aerial action figure. My dad's like, no. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay. I mean, yeah. like. I don't think I they think had it, action figures for Ariel, though. No, they were dolls. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I was like. Me and my sister used to play, and she had the Barbies, and I had all those big X-Men figures. Mm-hmm. I had those, too. And that's how we got along. So that was another thing I would like ask, like how turtles like, had those too, remember? What, so oh, yeah. the big figures or figures, and then the adult, and like I, I don't know. And then there's figurines, yeah, which so are really con- small. It's confusing as it's a child. It's just terminology, as right? Well. And and so like I think I just I like the adventure of the movie and every I mean just everything. Like she was like a great singer, she mm-hmm. had cool songs. There was like she was magical, you know. Yeah. So I was like, it was just part of the kid. It wasn't like any like any any statement of any sort. It was like I just want the toys from like something I like. As a child, you know, yeah. So like, my dad's like, "No, nah, you're not, you're not getting that." And I was like, <laughs> "Okay." I mean, I didn't put up too much of a fight about it because, like, it's a kid's like it's attention span. Well, it's a kid's attention span. <laughs> so I think like two weeks later, another movie came out, and I was like, "Now I want that toy," you know. <laughs> but um, that's a great thing about like watching on Netflix or something now, to where you don't have those commercials. Because I remember those commercials like. That's what you were getting for Christmas because you'd be like, oh. I want that. And just like it was just like yeah. into your brain. Interesting. Um, even though like those commercials pretty much funded all of our favorite TV shows, obviously. Oh, yeah. But like I'm whenever my kids see an actual commercial, they're like, oh, wow, wow dad, that, look at that. And like, nope, nope. <laughs> you know, but. Yeah. See, you, you had siblings. I had siblings, mm-hmm. too. We all had siblings. So my cousin Greg, he was an only child, so he got all the toys. Oh! So I, me and him used to hang out a lot. Dang you, Greg! <laughs> so, and he he always tr- treated his toys like like they were gold. You know, everything he always kept every piece and like <laughs> nothing ever broke. All of my toys. Because he didn't have brothers. Broke. <laughs> well, also Aunt C probably also like put the value. She's like, I had to work my ass off for that Ninja yeah. Turtle. <laughs> so <laughs> he, he remember, did there was have like everything a- though. There's a baby. Almost, almost everything. I think when I was in sixth grade, my, my daughter, my daughter, my, my not my daughter, my sister. Um, <laughs> well, was, from Indiana, so. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, she's like six years younger than me. And she saw there was this, on television, this light up baby doll that moves her arms. And it's like, oh, I want this I baby I remember doll. that. And it's like, it's oh, a glow doll? It's got, it like a funny, uh, no, it was, it was like a baby. Uh, and yeah. it had arms that moved back and forth and it had a rattle and it like had lights in the, on her head, like I in think, a crown yeah. and on, on the rattle and stuff. And it would move back and forth and it had played some music in the background like, oh, la, 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 this like, little do, baby. Do, 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 and we're like, do, do, do. and she's like, I really want this. And we get it for Christmas for her. Dude, plugs it in. It was probably the worst Christmas too for like to toys. Was. Or, well, I guess you plugged in the batteries. Holy crap. And it was like, yeah. so it was so loud. You were like, turn it off, <laughs> turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys seen Toy Story Four yet? No, that's one of the, like the plot points of it. Oh yeah, these new toys. <laughs> it's Keanu Reeves' character, mm. and it was like, man, they—that was the only thing that that they I that they left out of Toy Story that I had been missing that I didn't know was missing was mm. like the, the expectation of toys being so different. Mm. Mm. You know, it was like, oh yeah, that's cool. Like you see X Men, he's like, oh Nightcrawler's going to teleport. I'm, not, I'm young enough. I'm like, they figure it out. They're adults. <laughs> like at home, like he has a suction cup on his knee. Two things. Like that, like, <laughs> Uh, another reason I really love the Stranger Things t- stuff is the, how nostalgic the the whole setting, everything makes you feel, mm-hmm. uh, and it's very like you were saying yesterday, Rod. Uh, the it's very uh, down to the detail, correct. It's correct in certain ways yeah. that are right. Like it's the eight, I've said this before. I want to go back to the '90s that I remember, not the actual '90s. Yeah, we had so, talked about that last week, didn't we? So the '80s are the Stranger Things. 
they portray the 80s as we remember it, right. not as it was. Because mm-hmm. they were saying, like, if the kids actually talked how kids talked in the 80s, most of them would be racist <laughs> to some degree, you know? And so, but the kids don't talk like that in the show. Mm-hmm. They talk about the fun side of, like, those things, you know, like the adventurous stuff. Yeah. Like, they all read, like, a choose-your-own-adventure novel or something like that or, like, Goosebumps or something, you know? Like, it reads like that. It doesn't read, like, I don't know. I'm not going to say it on here. There's, there's like a, the, the, res- or the point of me bringing that th- in again was that they the games and stuff like that. Yeah. The, uh, Dungeons, and, Dungeons and Dragons and some uh, we've seen other games in the set or somewhere in the background. Like it's very like uh, nostalgic and two of those things really uh, uh, resonate with me is, is Army Men. Mm-hmm. Did you guys ever play with army men? There's no. Time. I had those in the dinosaurs. Yeah, the dinosaurs. Another thing is uh, the army men. Is and it, was it a game or just called no, army? No, it was a little man, green plastic like, army. Oh, there's little, oh, yeah, yeah. And then eventually they came out with the the space version of the army men. Mm. You know how like in the army men set, uh, uh, everyone had like a different weapon. Some of them were on the ground. Some yeah. of them were kneeling. Uh, they all had different poses. It was very. Very cool. It was like you could Toy set Story. Up, yeah, you could set up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you guys. could set up these whole, like, scenarios. So I would use furniture. Like, I had a big bookshelf that was empty. Or not completely empty. There was some books on it. But I used to use that uh, as, like, part of the environment that I was setting up. So, like, mm-hmm. you know, the higher up, the, the top, mm-hmm. higher the level, and then, like, down on the ground, you have all these guys. And I would, like, sit there and, like, talk to myself. It's probably why I'm such a weirdo. <laughs> No, just playing. But uh, yeah, this, when they came out with the space ones, that was the coolest thing because then they added different colors. You can get like uh, the the gray suited with like green and red, and then you can get like a different uh, a black suited with a, other uh, color accents and everything. It just got so much more real. Well, I'm trying to think of what that second one was. There was a second toy that was that was one of my favorite things as a kid is any of those small figures yeah that were just multicolored like they were dinosaurs they were cavemen yeah astronauts like it's getting anything like it just because they were you know there's that theory in like film and animation like the reason a lot of people like animation is because there there's enough left out that you could place yourself in those shoes sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah so like with the little characters like it might be an army man but he's so like blank face enough like if could you need to you're like he's an astronaut now. right you right. know like I love that. There's a, the other thing was there was a part in, in one of the episodes where toys are being all like um, controlled by L, and um, one of those toys is like a disc shooter. And back in the day, those disc shooting guns or like the disc shooting, like remember the uh, Ninja Turtles the turtle van, van yeah. shot mm-hmm. the pizzas, mm-hmm. and then there was another one that was like a tank that shot things like shooting any vehicle any vehicles that shot or like little the little disc guns stuff like that was so hot back mm-hmm. then yeah and uh i think uh, they had to choose them to like foam turn them to foam yeah because they used to be like plastic i remember yeah, the pizza probably, discs were plastic they probably used to be plastic with sharp edges and everything because <laughs> once we were doing a video when we very very first started youtube and yeah. we were like we need ninja stars but oh, we yeah. would have painted silver <laughs> and we wanted it to actually be sharp because now they're safe with a circle around it mm-hmm. we're like where do we find like unsafe sharp ones we're like to the dollar store we go mm-hmm. we found them there and we like took out a package and i immediately cut myself I'm like perfect <laughs> like, <laughs> But that that show, like our, our friend Chris on Chris Ruthann's Nerd Rage, like she mentioned, like she was those kids' age, at in nineteen eighty five. Yeah. So when Eleven walks out, she you know minor spoiler, she goes shopping at the mall for the first time, so she buys like a dress or something, and Chris was like, I probably have a picture of me wearing that dress 
mm-hmm. like did that pattern. Like it's just there was the nice thing about the eighties is like commercialism was at its peak. And in a really once again, I'm sure at the time it was like this is evil, but looking back, I'm like, oh remember that? <laughs> like so like everybody had the same clothes. You know, like even the the kid, like the boys and stuff. Well, yeah, when you went to the big box stores, there was there wasn't as many big box stores. Yeah, they were just you know. they were all at the mall, and so everybody shopped at the same stores at the mall. Yeah, and so like I I probably wore I had the same like little collared like three button shirts that doesn't make any sense. They only have like the two or three buttons. Yeah, like those patterns and stuff. The uh like the not quite knee high socks. You know stuff. Mm. I remember like people where you know would wear stuff at to school and it'd be like crap. We are actually wearing the same exact yeah. outfit to school. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I had a friend who used to bring because we actually bought the same T-shirts um, from places, and he would bring an extra T-shirt on the bus in case <laughs> he got on the bus and he was wearing the same T-shirt, which actually happened a couple times a year. That's I fell point. asleep on the bu- on the way to school on the bus, and when I woke up, I looked at the kid next to me, and I was like, "Hey, that that looks you wearing the same shirt as me?" And I looked down, and he was wearing my shirt. He had taken the shirt off while I was sleeping on the bus. <laughs> was it supposed to be a joke, or you just wanted it was, to steal? It was t-shirt? supposed to be a joke. Oh, okay. Also, did you learn something about yourself and how hard you sleep? <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> someone undressed you <sighs> as a child. Yeah, <laughs> at least he was my age. I think we need to bring this out. Actually, yeah. turn off the cameras, guys. <laughs> it was so funny. I was just thinking to myself, like, oh, wow, it's, like, yeah, it's, it's a shirt. The guy had my shirt, and I'm like, oh, you yeah, know, that was my shirt. He was wearing my shirt. I was trying to remember the memory. <laughs> when, I, when I got into uh, like junior high and high school, I would also love it because also you know I grew up in Central Indiana, so like concerts and stuff like that was like a big deal. Mm-hmm. So like when a popular musician came through and everybody went to that concert, yeah. the next day of school there was like four shirts yep. that everybody was wearing. <laughs> they only had four shirts. Like, yeah, like I, I'm trying to think who came through. Like even in smaller like groups, like when DC Talk came through yeah. and like in Indiana, like half the kids were in youth group. So like half the kids were wearing one of three DC Talk shirts from that yes. tour, or like um, I can't think of somebody else like like Destiny's Child even, like um, or I, th- I think Bon Jovi came through once, mm. and like everyone's parents took their kids to that mm. show and stuff. So everybody had like that shirt or even Metallica. Metallica on hindsight, I'm like, what? Why did they get like now you can get it at Target, but at that time you went to the show and got it. I'm like, yeah. Okay. How much were the shirts like when you back then when you guys the concerts I went to I want to say they were twenty twenty five dollars. Yeah. Dang. Really? I, I, I expected now, it to be like ten bucks or something. Oh, like Fifteen no. bucks. I mean, never. Because like, I think now they're like thirty thirty five dollars. It's insane. I saw sweatshirts for fifty dollars. That sounds about right. Like I've never. Yeah, paid sweatshirts that are much. always been expensive. Though. Are you talking about like hoodies? The hoodies. Yeah. Because yeah. normally. For one, it's a more expensive garment. For two, then you got to, you know, if you're doing more than one on the front and then on the back, or sometimes they have mm. stuff on the sides. See, yeah, that's the thing. I don't know how they like. So, what I learned from. Set the prices like that. What I learned from touring is a thing that's, if you wanted to know, has nothing to do with geek culture. But from touring, uh, A, usually the venue takes like a cut. Mm-hmm. So, there's like a 10 or 15% like venue cost. So, they add that on there. And then also transporting. Like, I vowed to myself, I would never do apparel again unless there was a crew with me because that crap is so hard to manage. So T-shirts is like the minimum level, and even that is just tubs upon tubs. So I think part of the sweatshirt thing is on top of like the venue fee, like the work to transport those because they take up four times as much space as a shirt. Yeah. So just having those is like you're going to charge like 50, 60 bucks for this thing. (laughs) You have to add like the tax and the venue fee, and then on top of that, like these – transporting it like if you have a bunch of sweaters it's probably gonna take its own bus slash truck or something mm. just for the merch i feel like it depends on how big your band is right now 
Mm-hmm. So if you're because the internet's kind of made way more levels of band mm-hmm. than what used to be. Most of the bands that I would have liked back then probably only still charge about the same. Yeah. I remember I remember I saw Johnny Lang. No, it wasn't Johnny Lang. It was uh Shepherd, whatever that guy's name name was. Uh the guy in Fox News? No, something his last name, Kenny Wayne Shepherd, that's what it was. Oh, nice. And uh <clears throat> That was it. Was around that time where he, that "Blue on Black" song was big. Blue on black, tears to the mirror, whatever it is. Um, I remember his <laughs> shirts. I, that had to have been in like the ninety something. I think yeah. he was big in the nineties. Yeah, I remember those shirts were like fifteen to twenty dollars. And I was trying to. It made sense to me that like it was back then. Now is now. Is of course it's going to be more money. You know. Because everything just gets more It should expensive. probably be more, a lot more money, but like screen printing now. I remember got, it was at a Kahunaville. It wasn't on the Kahunaville oh. side. It was big Kahunaville stage. So Kahunaville, that makes sense because no no shade to Delaware, but that's a smaller venue. Yeah. So like if you go see some, like, you know, I would see people at the, I don't even remember what it was called, like the big stadium in the middle of Indianapolis. Like stuff. Because when I went to, like, I was when I was younger, the only shows you go to are like the really big ones. Like DC mm-hmm. Talked had a stadium, you know, stuff because it was like a whole group would go out, a couple of cha- parents chaperoning and stuff mm-hmm. like that. You know, it wasn't until maybe high school I started going to like indie shows. Yeah, I just so, always went to punk rock shows. Yeah, so yeah, like punk rock, especially like it's like <gasps> like they would probably play Kahunaville, yeah, and mm-hmm. stuff. And those places, I think there's a couple of things like at Trocadero was another place that was like cheap back in the '90s. Yeah, in Philly. even nowadays it's more of like a hardcore scene and stuff. But like, if you go to like the bigger venues and the, the types of acts that play those and stuff, you, you probably twenty twenty five bucks, you know, yeah. for like the big trendy bands and stuff. But uh, like, but that John Mayer, I used to go. I probably seen John Mayer ten times in concert. Jeez, and every time it was always like fifty dollars, uh, thirty five, forty dollars. Imagine yeah. those those big artists get to charge that though. I mean, yeah, sweatshirts, long yeah. sleeves. The small artists sleeves. can't do that. But I feel like also like I was gonna say like the. I've actually with YouTube and stuff and like me like doing music looking into t-shirt printing like oh how much does this cost hey can I do this at home hey this or that mm-hmm. you know the stuff that I'd never actually looked up before mm-hmm. and the innovations for that crap is, is pretty I mean it's still like the same technology which is crazy yeah but, yeah just with the but screen and yeah that. with the screens but like it's insane like you see these giant machines that are like bigger than my house or like there's like giant robots yeah yeah so and it's, I don't know. So getting back to like in the you know late eighties, early nineties and stuff, it was like a lot of uh, fashion was unique, but also like really clicky. So like even let's say like I, I remember specifically like the groups of girls in the uh, elementary and junior high that I went to, the way they would dress, um, they wouldn't necessarily have the same outfit because I know that's a big no 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 matter what generation you're in. Yeah, um, you could tell they all bought from like the same line. Mm-hmm. You know, so one might have like a different pattern than the other, and one might have a different color, but it, it was all like very similar. And Stranger Things does a good um, representation of that because I feel like most people now, when they have like an '80s party, they dress like early '80s Madonna, which wasn't like everyday fashion, you know? So yeah, like or like jean jackets, Euro and, pop kind of, yeah, like Devo kind of looking stuff, yeah. sneakers with high so, socks. So and in, short in Stranger shorts. Things, when they go to the mall, there's a couple of those people like girls and guys because you know like they're probably like the trendy either mm. cool or want to be cool kids and stuff and then most everybody else is some like level in between mm. like especially the the uh, little boys in stranger things like they got those outfits like 
down to a T. Like they yeah. must have just like studied that fashion because it's it's really subtle. Like I feel like people who didn't live through that era don't they barely notice the aesthetic, you know? Because it's not a huge drastic of a change, but very like specific, you know? Like look, yeah. <clears throat> so, so interesting. And when I saw Star Starcourt Mall, I think they showed it in, like the first episode of Stranger Things. I immediately I had like all the feels because they they had. Like Kyle Dixon and his brother, like is it brother or bandmate, do that music. They enter the mall and you hear that synth, like doo, 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 and I'm like, oh. <laughs> like all the feelings. And you see like the jazzy, whatever that jazzy the designs cl- all over yeah, everything, classic jazzy cl- designs. And it just it made me miss the mall experience. And I know that yeah. is an actual positive experience for sure. Like because yeah. you know now kids can escape like online and stuff. I'm not even saying that that's bad because I don't want to be one of like that old guy. It's like kids my day, you know, mm. but I really miss like having like your time with your friends be so sacred. That it was like, well, we'd go to the food court or an arcade or like yeah. go tell our parents we were seeing a movie and then go spend the money on like video games or something. Yeah. yeah. I used to bring dates to the mall. We would see a movie and then right outside of the movie theater, there was an arcade mm-hmm. and then all of that existed in the food court. Mm-hmm. So you could literally do all three things, like go to dinner, mm-hmm. see a movie, yeah. and have some fun all in one area, and then our parents come pick us up. Yeah, they, you know, my parents would just drop us off, and we made, they might give us like five bucks or something, and then just go do whatever you want for like four hours. They were happy to get us out of the house. Actually, it's kind of a funny story, and uh, it was the first time I had met this girl outside of school, and in school, you, they don't wear makeup, you know, you're in grade school kind of deal. Um we, I met her at the mall, and she had a ton of makeup on. <laughs> and I was so like, oh, oh, whoa. Like, that's a lot. All right, you ready for the movie? It's like, first, we're going to go wash our faces. <laughs> uh, do you feel greasy? I feel a little greasy. Let's, like, let's I'm, I'm going to go to the ba- bathroom. Did you gonna, wash your face? Yeah, I mean, I'm, your hands. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. I'm not uh-huh. saying you have to, but I am. Also, I brought you some soap. <laughs> And some face scrubs. I got it here at the mall. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, that was another thing they got was like the um, like the trendy girls, mm. and then uh, there's that scoops ahoy that Steve works at, and the girl he works with. She's kind of like the Ruth Ann was mentioning this. I don't know if you'd call her like the gothy girl, but she was kind of like you could tell she's the girl that listened to like the Cure, yeah, yeah, and stuff. Like she's not quite goth, but she's like working at the ice cream shop, and you can tell outside of her uniform she wouldn't be wearing that, but she, she still has like a. She's like that, about her, she have black hair. She's like that girl kind that of. like she's like a brunette. She listens like to all these bands you've never heard of. Mm-hmm. But she's also like the coolest one and only the youngest kid can see it. Like yeah. Steve's like it's like I'm I'm hunting chicks and he's like there's a perfect woman right in front of you and it's like <laughs> what wife you don't even remember her name. It was like oh, he's no. like because we haven't gotten to know her just yet cuz we're only 3 episodes in but it's like her? It's like no. It's like and you can tell like well, from the outside, you're like, well, duh. She's right there. Like, Steve, go ask her out. But then you know that if you were Steve at that age, you'd be like, no, 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 no. Is it like a she's all that kind of thing, too, where she's like a downplay, like all the beauty and whatnot? <laughs> like, that's obviously totally a beautiful woman. Like, you're just dressing her in baggy clothing without makeup. I don't think like, it like the <laughs> Superman complex or Clark Kent. <laughs> Do you, have you ever seen She's All That? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I should, <laughs> like I she comes just, down the stairs, like, oh. I should just like, rewatch Not Another Teen movie. Oh, seriously. So it's they the redid thing, the whole yeah. kiss me. Like, <laughs> Um, it wasn't that quiet, at least yet. Um, there might be another character. I feel like Eleven was that in Stranger Things. Yeah. Like the second season. Or was it first I season? I haven't seen the second season. Well, I think the first season, is that when they did the blonde wig and everything? At I think the that was very first end, yeah. So I, I, to me, that was like the, 
you're pretty now because you have yeah. the hair and like you know but um i don't know this girl's more like uh it's something that's only i think it was only ever represented in like heathers and stuff like that you know because like most people think like 80s they think like pretty and pink and yes. 16 candles and stuff and there was that but like there there weren't very many john hughes movies that were like the cure chick mm, you know so yeah. that was kind of cool like as another thing stranger things is doing is like pulling in these like little corners of like the 80s and 90s that like we remember but we forgot we remembered you know so that was that's pretty cool the truth man you ever seen better off dead oh yeah i love that movie so much better off dead was that john cusack yeah but i'm trying to remember which john cusack movie they kind of blend together because he did another one with the same guy which um which one was it when he was the assassin Oh no, that's in the nineties, man. That's Gross much later. Blank. Gross, Gross point blank. blank. Yes. Okay, yeah. That's better one of my favorite ones. Another one. Was better off dead. Is the one, the one like you owe me two dollars. Yes, they owe you owe me two dollars. Yeah. But he's also he'd fallen in love with like the popular girl, and they like kind of were dating for a while, and she dumped him for the, the other guy, mm. and he ends up liking the girl next door that speaks French. Is he <laughs> just like super quiet at the beginning? Which what's the one where he's a cartoon illustrator? Oh, that was the one where he was in love with Demi Moore. There's too many of them. High fidelity. No, that wasn't happening. No, no, no. <laughs> There's too I know, many. I know you're talking about though. He I thought it was great though. In, in the one where he was the illustrator, he was falling in love with Demi Moore, is and that, his and uh, that dude. There's like a a boat uh, race or something. Boat race in that. Uh, it's gonna drive me crazy. So I'm like just looking it up. I know what you're talking about. This is so another like, one of those where it's like I want that girl, and then the other girl's like, "You don't want that girl. You want me." And he's like, "You're right." And then the end of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I like uh, those movies. I love John Cusack, to be honest. He's like my man crush. Yeah. Everybody in like the 80s and 90s just wanted to be John Cusack. It's true. Because he was kind of like, he was handsome, but he was an everyman too. So you're like, Mm -hmm. man, if he can get me any driver, so can I. And he likes the Cubs and and he loves music. And like every movie, it's like great 80s music too. Like I have, I think I have a gross point blank soundtrack. Oh, there you go. We, We wrote a song. All the lyrics are John Cusack movie titles. Nice. Oh, yeah. They're not even like John Cusack lines. <laughs> so just it's like John Cusack movie titles. Serendipity. Titles. Yeah, yeah, it's called Oh, Serendipity. Does it say Con Air in it? I, don't, I think Con Air is like one of the few that we didn't. <laughs> yeah. Say, like, it's not really much. I always can... forget that he's in it until I see him. I'm like, wait a minute. What? Um, <laughs> he's in this John movie? John Malkovich. <laughs> yeah. Why can't I say anything? <laughs> Dave Chappelle. <laughs> one crazy summer is the one you're thinking of. One crazy summer. I don't yeah. think I've ever seen that one for some Ooh, reason. Such watch a great it. one. So he draws his cartoon dog, and the animation it like comes alive every once in a while. Oh, so it's pretty fun. So it's like the like me hippos. He kind of hippos. not as drastic, but <laughs> yeah, very similar. <laughs> and and Oof. like um, Demi Moore is really funny in it. But like, I want to say it had that weird like almost parody satire humor. If I'm mistake, someone correct me in the comments or whatever is on this podcast. If I'm wrong, but if I remember right, the opening scene is John Cusack and his whole class graduating from high school, and they take off their caps and they're like, "Yay!" and they throw them in the air, and it lands in a kid's temple and kills him, and everyone <laughs> ignores it, and they're like, "Oh, we graduated!" and then <laughs> and then he walks by like a monster truck, and it has a big bow wrapped around, it's like for Joe, and then he walks next next to like a smaller truck, but it's still pretty big, and says. For Sam, and then like a Ferrari, and it's like for Joe, and then like his dad got him like like I don't know, like a lawnmower or something like some like like a go kart or something, and he was like, here you go, son. It, it was like like a parody movie kind of, but it wasn't. I don't know. It's weird, like, but it was all this weird humor. I'm like, I'm so here for this. <laughs> it was really funny. I'll have to watch it. Well, guys, I think we're gonna shut it down early yeah. today. Yeah. Prepare for next week. That's definitely gonna be live because we're gonna be at VidCon. <laughs> 
I hope you've enjoyed this this nostalgic blast from the past yeah. episode of Stranger Things. Uh, I'm literally like saying the keywords that are going to be in this. <laughs> Let us know what you think of Stranger Things if you watch it. Um, we're only three episodes in. Already love it. And from friends who have already binge-watched the entire thing, they said it's the best season so far. Mm. So high hopes. So make sure you stay tuned for next week, too. We'll be talking about, whoa, I actually don't remember what we're talking about. Oh, no. We'll figure it out. They'll know then. Well, yeah, there you go. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Bye.